1: Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
1: What's up? You're listening to Five Tip Friday. I've learned there's a lot of stuff that money can do for your life. And I do believe that money is a tool and, when used correctly, can help you live an amazing life. However, there really are five things that money can never do for you. And it's really important that we talk about these because most of us fall into at least one of these categories and fall victim to this at some point. Thing number one money cannot define the true you. It cannot. A lot of times we put our identities into money and we say the things that we buy become a reflection of the identity or the person we want to become but ultimately whether it's extreme wealth or poverty money never defines who we are or even our actual worth or even our purpose it just never defines the true you so always keep that in the back of your mind thing number two, money can't give you joy. A lot of times people think that money will solve the problem. And honestly, it's not going to, it can solve some issues for sure, but it's never going to bring you that true joy. That's why so many people that make a ton of money or win the lottery actually are unhappy because we put our our joy and our happiness in seeking more money when really we have everything we need today to become a happier person and to have true joy. Remember, financial security. Can be that end goal, that's completely okay. But if anything, financial security allows us to make more time and room for the things that give us joy. We cannot purchase a key to deep-seated joy, only temporary happiness. Thing number three, money can't replace the things that we hold dear. If you've noticed unhealthy spending habits in yourself, after the loss of a loved one or a dream or a job or health issues, then you're not alone. So many of us tend to spend when we don't understand the magnitude of our own grief. Grief is a big trigger. Now, grief is not necessarily dealing with death, but it can be dealing with a breakup or it can be dealing with a job loss, or maybe it is losing somebody special to you. We try to spend to almost replace that feeling when really instead we have to face that feeling head on. And just admit to ourselves that money cannot replace those things. Number four, money can't spend itself. We are always going to be responsible for budgeting choices that we personally make. However your money is spent, that's on you, my friend. It's totally on you. And the more you can understand that, I think the more control and empowerment you feel. Money doesn't just go away. It's the way we choose to spend it. All right, lastly, and this is a biggie, money cannot help you escape. We're going to really dive into this one because I think this is a very, very critical piece to talk about. Our relationship with money tells us so much about the relationships that we have with ourselves. Here's an example. Whenever I get depressed or I feel insecure or I feel like I'm not pretty enough or good enough or smart enough or whatever enough, I will find myself going shopping more. Now, I'm not really a shopper, so for me, that's a big trigger. I probably spend less than $500 a year on clothes. I'm just not into that kind of stuff. So what I have found is whenever I feel like I'm not enough, I will go shop. And so that's always my little trigger, and it's helping me escape from my realities of life when really that's not what I need. Sometimes I just need to sit there and journal and just be present with my emotions, and work through it, but we look for little escapisms through spending money. So here's the thing too, if you crave retail therapy, maybe it's after you have an argument with a friend or somebody that's really important to you, then your spending habits are telling you that the lack of control is uncomfortable for you. It feels awkward. It feels like you need a little bit more control, and that's your way of exerting that control over your life. I find that people that are emotional shoppers, it has nothing to do with needing the item. It has everything to do with wanting to be in control, to feeling like I have one area of my life that I get to say in. I can say yes or no. That's usually what happens. So I would really encourage you to go back through these five things and I want you to listen to each one of these again and then push pause. After you listen to one, push pause and say, hey, does this resonate with me? Does this sound like me? If not, great, move on to the next one and do the exact same thing. Treat this as a mini workshop and it will help you really start to identify what beliefs do you have around money and more importantly, what are you expecting money to do for you and is that expectation coming from the wrong place? Highly encourage you to go through this exercise. It's very, very impactful. I can already tell you that my number five, the money cannot help you escape, is the one that I struggle with the most. But I'd love to hear from you. Which of these resonates with you most? Take a screenshot of this, tag me on Instagram, and let me know. And if you're not comfortable sharing that, send me an email or a DM and tell me that you went through this exercise and let me know what came up for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having a great Friday. I love you. I hope you're having a good week. And I will chat with you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast.